Audio by Raising Free People Network. You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. Peace. Welcome, welcome. I love the intro beat. Shout out to Richie Flex. (laughs) I'm so grateful to have folks in my circle who do dope shit and lend that to my shit. (laughs) And he is one of our audio mojo people as far as music on this network. We got Richie Flex, who's also my cousin. Love you, Ryan. We got... Serotonin, Jamie, who is our original musician up in this piece. Shout out to Serotonin, doing beautiful work in the Atlanta area with wellness in the family that she is part of and the work that she loves to do. And then, of course, we got Akeem Music, who's my brother, Jared, who's also on CMOS Everything. Y'all know CMOS Everything? Do y'all follow them on Instagram? That awesome family, my family, (laughs) but they're a sweet little family. They do CMOS gels, they do gummies, they do soaps, all kinds of things. So I'll make sure the link to CMOS everything is on here. Shout out to Jared, my baby bro and brilliant, brilliant person who does a lot of good things, including music that we can use on this podcast. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to all those brilliant music makers up in this piece. We are here at episode 217, so of course you know the show notes for this episode is over at RaisingFreePeople.com forward slash 217. We got 10 more episodes of season 6 to go. 10 more after this. The wall of them good. <laughs> and um, very much looking forward to all of them. So let's get into this one right here. All kinds of sweetness. Of course you know we are doing a three-part cycle where we do our primary episode, introducing you to a topic or exploring a topic. Then the following week, we do our feedback episode where we hear from listeners about that topic, whether they got questions, insights, whatevs. And then the third part of that is our field trip where we go live together, usually with the person who started us off in this topic. In this case, it's Amelia. We go live with them. They talk to us a little bit more about what's popping. We get to do some real-time connection. Or if you're not able to be there for the live, then you can watch the replay and just get a different level of connection and engagement. So we do in multi-sensory, multi-points of contact for each topic we discuss on Fair of the Free Child. So Amelia will be joining us for our field trip next week. It will be May 11th a Tuesday on a Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you head over to the show notes page to get that link. Again, it's raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 217. So let me get into sharing a few things with you and then we will move into the question that we have from Regina, our listener this week. So few things. One, I told you a few weeks ago about the SDE weekend happening through the Alliance for Self-Directed Education. Tons of conversations happening. It starts the week of the 21st of this month. So it's May 21st to 23rd. Lots of details about self-directed education. 
It is being called an all-you-can-learn three-day international online event in which you choose the sessions that match your intentions and practice as much as you want. 30 guests from five countries and more than 100 participants from around the world. So your questions and feelings and thoughts around self-directed education bring all of that for that SDE weekend, the 21st to the 23rd of May. Many of the folks that you've heard here on the podcast are part of that SDE weekend, and I think it's going to be awesome. So check that out. Their website, by the way, is self-directed.org, but I'll be sure to put the link directly to the SDE weekend on the show notes page. This episode for this episode. All right. So also the Raising Free People Support Suite which you heard me talk about a few weeks back, where I'm really wanting to broaden what we can use for this raising free people practice, because one thing is not enough. One point of contact is often not enough. So we got some thanks coming. You know, we talked about the workbook. There's a workbook that will be based on raising free people book. Leslie Bray of the Poor Podcast and who's also a longtime supporter of my work. She's a patron, part of our Make It Happen family. Leslie is really spearheading the movement to get that workbook, the first workbook done. My publishers over at PM Press have agreed to publish that workbook. Leslie and I are almost done, (laughs) and it is so exciting, and I will make sure that you know about it as soon as we get it to the point where you can like see it and feel it and all of that. All right. Greetings, everyone. I am Leslie, and I'm excited about joining the Raising Free People Network. Akila and I have been talking over, I'm going to say some years now, <laughs> about One of the ways I can show up in more support, as well as just shining my light a little brighter with the greater community. I am an intentional living coach. I'm one of the presence counselors with the Schoolish to Self-Directed course. I am also a community mentor. Over the last 13 or so years, I have been holding space for families that homeschool, unschool, life learn, and all of the things in between, whether there's a label for it or not. And I enjoy what I'm doing because I get to know and work with a lot of wonderful people. I am passionate about community building because I understand that it is being connected to other people and doing work together that makes life just worth living. And so the idea of this particular podcast, Poor Podcast, is looking at the parts of what it takes to show up as ourselves with other people to do our purpose, whether it's a agreed upon thing that we do as a collective or just amplifying the individual dreams, goals, ways we show up. So POOR is an acronym. It stands for Purposely Opening Up to Relationships. And that's what I'm going to be exploring. What does it mean to show up 
What does it mean to be open to new relationships? What does it mean and what does it take to build those relationships? What are the intentional practices and rituals that we join in doing individually and then together collectively? This podcast is just one of the things that I am going to be inviting you to join me in, in realizing that this is not a typical thing. (laughs) There's some other pieces and parts and components. I'm excited about the experience that I am creating that I'm going to invite you all into. And so each month, I'm going to have something for us to do. And I'm going to be inviting you to leave me feedback with voice messages and connecting on social media to see how you're progressing through these thoughts and ideas and ways of being so that we can be intentional about opening up to relationships. I hope you'll join me. My hands are in the air. You can't even see this excitement. All right. So the next thing is that we have, as part of the Raising Free People Support Suite, two card decks, two card decks that I created, crafted, concepted, and I worked with Steph Andrea, and Chris Richards, my guy, to get these two, these first two card decks out. So one card deck is about our parenting practice, very specific to parenting. And then the other one is really more about an overall raising free people practice, which includes parenting, but is not limited to that. So I shared some snippets. I did a little reading, if you will, a little self-reading with the raising free people deck for our Make It Happen family on Sunday, the last Sunday, Sata Sunday. And I'm actually going to put the link to that here. Now, you do need to be a patron to watch that video. So if you can't join the community right now, no problem. I'm going to be sharing it over time in other spaces. But if you are super curious about the cards and you want to see them right now, right now, Akila, then you can head over to patreon.com forward slash Akila and watch that what is it, maybe 20 minute video, maybe that I did just showing that particular card deck and how I use it. And I'm super excited to find out how other people use the decks as well. Yes, yes. Speaking of patrons, speaking of our Make It Happen family, one creator that I follow and learn so much from is Britt Hawthorne. She is actually another Montessori educator, another anti-bias, anti-racism practitioner. Shout out to Britt. They actually moved from Patreon. Mm, no, you can still become a patron over on patreon.com forward slash Brit Hawthorne, but they're doing a lot of the communication, a lot of the interaction over on their collective liberation community on Mighty Networks, but you can get those details on her Patreon page. So check out Brit Hawthorne. Shout out to you. Britt is also a friend of Amelia Allen Sherwood, who we heard from last week about Montessori as part of collective liberation work. And of course, Amelia will be joining us next week, as I mentioned, for our field trip, because we feel in through all of this. So what we're doing now is I'm going to touch on 
the question from Regina, who will tell us a little bit about herself. You'll hear her tell us a bit about her and pose a couple of questions about last week's episode. So then after you hear Regina tell us a bit about herself and pose a couple of questions, I'm going to touch on the questions that she asked because really mostly I'm going to ask Amelia when we get together next week for our field trip, but I'm going to touch on those. I'm going to touch on the bit that I know and then I'm going to head out (laughs) so that you can wait till next week when you hear from Amelia and also Tiersa who joins us for all of our field trips or as many as she can because she's about this life Tears is also going to be part of the SDE weekend that I mentioned earlier. So you'll hear from Amelia, Tiersa, and me next week as we recap our field trip with Amelia. And looking forward to that too, because our field trips are always so much fun, so live. My face be hurting after <laughs> from all the smiling. So yeah, yeah. Let's hear from Regina. Hi, Akila and friends. Thank you so much for answering my question. I want to thank you for providing this platform for especially me and other parents who are new to the different avenues in regards to something different than the conventional schooling, which is what I've always known. I have a 15, 10, 3, and then 10-month-old. My 15 and 10 year old have been in conventional schooling all their life. So the last few months, my mind has been blown with all of the different options and it's particular that there are a group of black folks doing it. So I want to say thank you for providing all of the information that you have throughout these six seasons. I do have a question from the last episode I listened to about Montessori schooling. I enjoyed learning from the podcast. I did want to know if there was any history as far as on the podcast when it was mentioned that Montessori schooling was indigenous to us. When I was looking into it, it was a Dr. Montessori who was Italian and it talked about how she started it and all that in a different area other than the U.S. And I just wanted to know how this pertains to us and how we were doing it in our culture prior to. If someone, if you or Amelia can touch on a little bit of that. And then my second question, which is most important to me, is how would this look once they are too old for Montessori schools? In my area in particular, I don't know if this is the norm for most places, but in my area, when I was looking into the different options, Montessori schooling has stopped like around sixth, seventh grade. And so I wasn't quite sure how that is supposed to look afterwards. They wouldn't go back to conventional schooling. In my opinion, that would make it very difficult transitioning. But I didn't know if it was supposed to look a certain way at home after that or if you kind of just work it out on your own. So I didn't know if Montessori schooling was provided in many areas after middle school age. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Regina, for those questions. And shout out to you. Regina is taking my From Schoolish to Self-Directed course. She's also a member of our Make It Happen family. Thank you so much, sis. And she is very much in the exploration stage, as you heard, of how learning can happen and also discovering how Black folks approach it. So let's touch on the question. So one question was about whether or not it goes past elementary age. And that's a question I had as well. 
But I actually have a friend here in Atlanta whose child attends a Montessori school that goes all the way through high school because they still use like K through 12 orientation. They still think in terms of first graders, second graders, third graders. So it's called Kulima Montessori, K-U-L-I-M-A. And I did not end up reaching out to Bridget and her partner, who I'm told run Kalima Montessori, but I wanted to name that here. And they do have a website, kalimamontessori.org. They go all the way through 12th grade. It's run by Black folks. And so that's something that I wanted to offer you, Regina. And I imagine that Amelia can give you a whole lot more. So now to Regina's other question about essentially the indigeneity of it, right? Because Amelia talked about how, as she was discovering and understanding Montessori through her lens, she recognized that a lot of it was really akin to how we got down before colonization as Black folks in terms of being able to see the child as their own educational ecology and support that instead of requiring them to quote unquote learn certain things. I do know that about Montessori Regina and that's what Amelia was speaking to. It wasn't so much specifically Montessori being founded by somebody black because you are right. It was this Italian woman. I think her name was Maria Montessori. Again, I'm not an expert on that, not trying to speak to that. But I do know that when Amelia talked about how it was indigenous to us, she was really talking about the idea that is really contrary to what we see a lot now in conventional schooling, the idea that independence and critical thinking skills and their own interests, self-discipline, each of these things were part of a human way of learning and being, and that you didn't need to decide what children learned, and that you couldn't always tell exactly what they were learning. But if you put them in environments that were consent-based and that were really rooted in things that they have expressed interest in, that they would learn a lot of the things that they needed to learn to be part of society without being forced to do so. That's the element, as far as my understanding, that Amelia was addressing. And so, Regina, I hope that you can join us on our field trip on the 11th, Tuesday, May 11th at 8 p.m., so that you can get it directly from folks who do this, do this, and not just folks who do a little bit of research, like myself. All right, all right, all right. So make sure that you join us next week for our field trip. And then I got another wonderful episode for you coming up. I talked about this a while back. They're called AIMisodes, A-I-M. And that stands for all in my, because I'm all in my feelings. (laughs) And these are more raw. They'll be edited, you know what I'm saying? Because we got a podcast, so we're going to edit a little bit. But in terms of the flow and my raw, honest emotions. And in this case, Chris's raw, honest emotions. (laughs) You'll hear those. And that one will not have three rounds like we do with the other ones. This one is just kind of like a next in-between a so type deal. And then we'll go back on our rotation with Iris Chen of Untigering. So looking forward to that conversation. We spoke months ago, but now we get to share. All right. So that is what is happening. And I want to close out in celebration of our Make It Happen family by shouting out our April and early May patrons. 
All right. So we are celebrating you. Thank you so much for being part of our Make It Happen family. We've got Jane, Camille, Maggie, Anissa, Carla, Danielle, Nikki, and get this, Sarah, Sarah, and Sarah. Three different Sarahs. Come through, Sarahs. <laughs> so I really appreciate, y'all know that this podcast is supported by our listeners. We do not have random ass ads as we continue to explore sponsorship. Most of them are not a good fit because we're not trying to just bombard you with random shit. So this podcast happens every week because you decide that you're going to put a little bit of coins in the river and... That is something that we deeply appreciate and would not be able to do it at this level without you. So if you love this podcast, please join the Sarahs <laughs> and Jane and Camille and Maggie and Anissa and Carla and Danielle and Nikki over on patreon.com forward slash Akila so we can continue to make this happen. All right. So thank you for listening as always and chat to you next week. Mm-hmm.